Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bob Solter. Welcome to our program on The Fan. Hopefully you are well. I guess I'd be remiss also if I did not say Happy Mother's Day. All the moms out there. You know, you think of um, the role that moms play in our lives. And I guess the thought that comes to mind is I was thinking about this about an hour or so ago. Setting aside one day to acknowledge that seems kind of chintzy, actually. You know? I mean, think of what your mom does. You know, your mom is there for you at times when nobody, and I mean nobody else is. Not to mention what she did to bring you into the world. I mean, your father had a part in it as well, too. But um, And just to think that on this one day, there's this acknowledgement or burst of acknowledgement. It always seems to me like it should be something that should be done year-round. And I know a lot of people do. But it's also nice that people do um, make plans, get together, um, or in some cases, uh, remember their moms. If they are folks um, like me who your mom has passed some time ago, um, and it is nice to be able to remember uh, those good days when your mother was alive, uh, too. Well, on our program this morning, we should have an interesting show. In the um, second hour of our program, we're going to go to an area of discussion that we haven't touched on in, I think it's a couple of years on this program, talking about uh, the topic of uh, social anxiety and a couple other areas with a guest who has joined us a number of times on this program. We've always had good discussions. And then the first hour of our show, I changed plans from what I was going to do this morning as a result of um, something that happened yesterday in the news. And it struck me in a way that I kind of find frightening. And specifically, I'm speaking about this um, attack that took place 
in Paris yesterday. ISIS today is claiming responsibility for the attack. Um, the attacker, in case you don't know the story, reportedly yelled, Allahu Akbar, and then stabbed five people before the police killed him uh, in Paris. The thought that struck me then, and in a way I want to kind of explore this, we have touched on this at times on this program. It seems that overall, the story has pretty much gotten a ho-hum in terms of uh, coverage, response, reaction. My question is, what's up with that? When did that become the new normal? I mean, seriously, what is going on in the world? What have we come to, to the point where an attack takes place in Paris, ISIS claims responsibility, and realistically, it's not even the top news story of the day. I bring this up for a couple of reasons. One... I know that we're two weeks away from the unofficial start to summer, the Memorial Holiday weekend. And of course, a lot of people will have plans, be traveling. At that time, traditionally, we hear warnings, advisories about this idea of being on alert for the possibility of incidents, including acts of terrorism. But it almost seems like we've become kind of passe in the way in which this is treated. And I'm curious about exactly why that is and whether or not you think that's a good idea or, quite frankly, am I overblowing the idea of concern or caution about this. So, it's one of the thoughts I'm putting out there. Now, what I want to do in this program this morning, the first hour, we, on occasion we can get around to trying to work in some thoughts from some of the folks listening to us. We have that opportunity today. As I said, I had something else planned today. I changed it at the last minute to make this work this morning. You want to join us in the discussion, 877-337-6666. That's our phone number here at The Fan. Uh, this show goes a lot better with listener input and feedback on uh, some of the things that we raise in discussion. That's one of the things that I've been thinking about. The other is something that, um, to me, also is something very troubling, And I don't mean to come off sounding like um, oh, how can I phrase this? Somebody who's maybe two hundred, 
to 300 years old. But whatever happened to the idea of civility, respect, decency toward one another? I'm actually getting more and more amazed and at times frightened while watching what people do. And one of the areas that is most troubling is this idea of what people do behind the wheel to one another. And I don't mean full-blown road rage incidents. I mean those seemingly little things that people do basically to get an edge of, at times, what is it, one, maybe two car lengths ahead of the other person. to beat somebody else to that red light. Seriously. Do people stop and think about the power that they're really in control of with a two, three, or maybe even more than that thousand-pound vehicle that they're zooming along in? And then, of course, we get to the other issue. And this is a touchy one. Because people, especially in this part of the country, like to get where they're going as quickly as possible. And I'm not going to kid you, I'm one of them. However, I always feel that there is a time and a place for, shall we say, increased progress in terms of speed. What I'm seeing on the roads is frightening, again, in terms of how fast on some roads people drive and the ways in which they drive. This idea of people jumping three car lanes from the extreme left lane to the right shoulder, or vice versa. The people who turn right from a left lane or vice versa in traffic. Um, there's just so many little things that seem to be going on. And again, I wonder, do people actually really stop and think when they get behind the wheel? Anyway, a couple of questions, a couple of thoughts I've put out there this morning. So we kind of got open phones here. 
interested in getting some of your thoughts, 877-337-6666. That's our phone number here at The Fan. And WFAN's toll-free line is brought to you by Mohegan Sun. Unlimited possibilities await you at Mohegan Sun. Plan your stay at mohegansun.com. Tell you what, let's start with folks on the phone. We're going first to uh, Tom in Tom's River, New Jersey. Tom, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Hey, good morning. Um, I, I just happened to turn you on like I do every Sunday morning, and it struck me, and I have a real simple five-word answer as to why there is no coverage on a story like that. You ready? Is it something we can say on the air? Oh, absolutely. Okay. It hasn't happened here yet. Mm. I mean, if you think about it, and we've had discussions about this, and I don't want to go into the you know, the, the whys and the wherefores. Everybody is so caught up in the tabloid mentality of what's going on in Washington that that's, that's what sells. I mean, until it happens in the city or someplace where it, we really can, can feel it and embrace it, I don't think you're going to see it. And you know, Bob, the scary thing is, I really think it's only a matter of time, and then you're going to see it happen. So on that note, like I said to your producer, best two hours of radio, I'm going to fade to black and leave other people to enter into the discussion. Peace out, my friend. Thank you, Tom. Thank you very much for your comment and your kind words this morning. Uh, we'll stay on the phones at 877-337-6666. That's our phone number here at The Fan. We go to Rob in Yorktown, New York. Rob, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Good morning, Rob. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And it's my first time talking to you. I talk to the sports a lot, but my first time talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I have to agree with you about one thing. I've been saying it for a long time. I'm, I'm throughout Westchester. I'm on the road a lot, uh, especially, uh, you know, the Bronx, Yonkers, uh, Upper Westchester. But the bottom line is there is a lack of just common manners for people, for each other. You know, it's uh, it's it's... it's I don't know. It's it's not nice, you know, man. I mean, you sit in a store and you walk in, you're next, and people just walk in. They don't even look at the line. Ho, ho, ho. You know, I need cigarettes. I need milk, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the roads especially, I'll give you an example, which was pretty lousy yesterday. I was on Central Avenue and Yonkers coming across, and there was an old man trying to cross. And if you know Central Avenue, it's a three-lane. You know, it's a big area. I know it exactly, yes. And, uh... Man, this old man was trying to cross the street going from one side to the other, and he was as slow as could be, so I pulled a, a van across to block it on my side. And uh, once I got to the other side where the traffic was going to go north, they were just like, there was no way they were waiting. Mm-hmm. And they saw what I was doing, and I had to pull the van away. He got stuck on the island in the middle of the road. And even my buddy that was was like, man, that was pretty lousy what they did. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's just matters, you know. It's like, thank you, no thank you. You hold the door for someone. I love when I hold the door for somebody and they walk in and they don't say anything. And I look, I just tell them straight out, yo, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I think all that stuff kind of starts at home when you learn it from your parents. So uh, I love the people who, when you hold the door open for them, they walk in. You say that to them, which I've done before, and all of a sudden they'll turn and say, why did you say that to me? Yeah, I've gotten that too. <laughs> I'll tell you one other time, I uh, I was on Yonkers Avenue in Yonkers, and I was in the right lane, two lanes. I was in the right lane, plus parking on my right at a meter. And I was at the 
front of the line at a light. Woman exactly on my right was in the right. She was at the uh, in a parking space. The light turned green. She whipped a U-turn in front of us, went from <laughs> east to west, and when we hit the horn, she looked at us like we were wrong. Like, wh- what are you beeping at? We- I-, I couldn't believe it. It was, it was amazing, you know? So, listen, good luck. Hopefully we have a little kinder way towards each other out there. It's, it's time, you know? It certainly is. Thank you very much for your call. This Bye-bye. Morning. Take care there, Rob. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. You want to join in the discussion? We are um, turning our attention to your thoughts today on a couple of different issues. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Solter. We are um, taking your calls this morning in the first hour of our program. As I said, I changed what we were going to do on the program today and wanted to open things up. We... um, don't always get a chance to do that, and we usually have interesting areas of discussion. I've put a couple of thoughts out there to start us off in this discussion. One is some reaction to the Paris attack that uh, took place yesterday. One person dead, five people who were um, attacked in a knife attack in Paris. Uh, the attacker um, was uh, killed by a police, ISIS, claiming responsibility uh, today uh, for that attack. The other area I've brought up is this whole idea of, in a way, kindness. Um, we can cover things like road rage. I've brought up some incidents of things I've observed of people behind the wheel that um, at times may have a bit of an amusing twist to them. But again, because of the size of vehicles and some of the things that people actually do are actually very frightening and actually very, very dangerous. So your thoughts, welcome 877-337-6666. We've got a bunch of people who want to comment on some of these areas. So let's get back to the phone. Uh, We go first to um, John in Brooklyn, who's been holding for a while. John. Good morning. Welcome to the fan. Thanks for holding on so long. Hi, Bob. Love the show. Thank you. Uh, I like I like all all of the topics this morning, but the first one I did I did have to uh, mildly disagree with you about the uh, Paris attacks. Please go ahead. Uh, pretty much from the time I picked up my phone last night, I was at my daughter's house, and uh, even this morning. Uh, the the lead story was about the Paris attacks, and also the lead story on NBC News last night was about the Paris attacks. Also, so as far as that's that's concerned, I I, be, I believe it's it's it's. It, I mean, you know, everybody has a different perspective, but I I do think uh, that it's getting a lot of attention. Okay, and I'm I think it's. You know, I I guess I'm not wrong in thinking that it should get a lot of attention. That's the thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it has. It, it, it it's been a while since we've had something like that, and uh, you know, when when it happens, it, it's just it's so disturbing to to uh, you know you have to process the whole thing all over again. Do you fear that happening here? Oh yeah, absolutely. I was driving on the West Side Highway yesterday. And I was thinking about the the guy who drove his van into the people, you know, mm-hmm. riding their bicycles. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, any yeah. T- unfortunately, uh, you know, 
that's what happens when you live in an open society. Anytime I'm in that area now of the West Side Highway, I think of that incident uh, from, I guess it was uh, October 31st of last year. And again, you know, it's, I guess that's part of uh, living in the age in which we live, that the concern is always there. Um, But, you know... Obviously, we've been fortunate in that we have not had these kind of attacks taking place here um, on an ongoing basis. I mean, um, I don't even know how many different things in terms of attacks there have been in uh, Paris uh, or London at this point. Right, right. seem to be target areas. Uh, Right. Fortunately, that hasn't been the case here. Thank you for your call this morning, your perspective as well, also your patience on the phone, John. You're welcome. Great to talk to you, Bob. Thank you. You have a good day. Take care. Mm-hmm. You Take too. Care. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Back to the phone we go. Uh, next up, let's go to uh, where are we going to? Uh, Joseph in um, Secaucus, New Jersey. Joseph, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to talk about the uh, the incident in Paris. Now, I'll admit I do not know anything of it because I did not watch the news yesterday, and your mention of it is the first I've even heard of it. So I can't. I won't comment on the incident itself. But you brought something with the last caller. I think the number of incidents that seem to be happening in Europe, as compared to here, I've read many articles of the fact that over in Europe, uh, Muslims are kind of cut off from mainstream. Society. They live in, like, ghetto areas. They're not allowed to, well, they're not kind of allowed to join in uh, to be French or to be English or to be Belgian, uh, Belgian for that matter. Or in our country, I think immigrants still come to our country really more for economic freedom than anything else. And they are allowed whatever freedoms we have left in this country. So they're, they're allowed to be an open society. And I think that, what, that makes a difference to what happens here as compared to what always seems to be happening over there. Hmm. That's an interesting idea um, and an interesting way of looking at that, uh, too. Um, is that something that you fear happening in this country? Well, you know, you can't stop things like that happening. And, you know, we have 360 million people in this country. And, mm-hmm. you know, these you're always going to get this, these lone wolves, or even maybe crazy people who are going to do these things. There's no way you, there's no way you kind of stop them. But I think the frequency over there and the frequency over here, I think there is a definite reason for it. Well, thank you for your call this morning, your patience on the phone as well. Um, sure. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. Okay. All right. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. Let's stay with folks on the phone. Uh, we go next to Scott in Poughkeepsie. Scott, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Good morning, Bob. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Bob, I listen to you every morning going to work, and um, I can't agree with you more about how our society has a lack of lack of respect for each each individual. Yes, everybody has stressful days and work and trying to balance the home life and so on and so forth. But I was raised, you know, to, to say please and thank you when open doors. And I, you know, I'm not, I'm not portraying myself as a saint, but we have, uh, we've gotten far away from, uh, what was right in the world. It sure seems like it. Um, you know, when you, 
you know, I alluded to this earlier, the idea that you open a door or hold the door open for somebody and people actually seem shocked these days that somebody will do that as opposed to the person who, you know, and I've had this, I had this happen the other day going in someplace where the person clearly saw that I was behind them and went in and literally pulled the door closed behind them as opposed to just, you know, extending a hand and holding it open. What would it have taken? A couple more seconds? I mean, exactly. Literally, it's like, what are people thinking? And why is, Bob, it, why is everybody so self-absorbed anymore? You're right. No, I, I have a quick, just a quick uh, story. My son and I were on a soccer field, and everybody left the parking lot, and it was evident that uh, a woman left her purse sitting there in the parking lot, and mm. nobody else was around. So... I went through, I got her information, so on and so forth. I saw there was a, quite a lot of money in her purse, you know, credit cards, personal belongings, cash, and so on and so forth. So I did the right thing, you know, to show my son that there are, you know, this is, this is how you're supposed to handle the situation. And went to the person's house, drove 15 minutes away, and not looking for any kind of reward or anything of the sort, just a simple thank you, you know, would have been suffice. And you couldn't even get that. It was kind of like, it was almost like, what are you doing with my purse? And so on and so forth. So, wow. Yeah. So, you know, if it happened again, Bob, I would do the same thing because, again, that's how I was raised and right. brought up. But, you know, I'm not looking for a reward. Just a simple thank you would have been suffice. And, you really can't even get that these days. Wow, that says an awful lot. Um, but I'll say thank you for doing that. I think that's was first of all, it was the gentlemanly thing to do, and it was the right thing to do. More importantly, than absolutely, anything else. Scott. Thank You're you right. very much for your call this morning. Thank you, Bob. All right, let's stay with folks on the phone. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our phone number here at the Fan. Next up, we go to uh, Chris in Hopatcong. Chris, good morning. Welcome to the Fan. Hey, good morning, Bob. It's just a nice uh, change of pace to hear uh, from the usual sports. I wouldn't think this would normally happen. Um, but I'm mainly calling in regards to the Paris attacks and the increase in London of all these attacks. Like here we're marching for, um, kids are marching for guns to be taken away, but they are literally marching for knives to be taken away. The mayor of London has actually said like in response to the massive increase of stabbings, homicides, and unfortunately sexual assaults Mm -hmm. that have gone through the roof. And he's just said it's part and parcel of living in a big city. And that's quote. So, I mean, what he's, he's almost enabling it with, and and to the caller earlier, uh, I think his name was John. He said that, um, why is there such a disparity? here and in Europe in, in regarding these attacks, well, we haven't taken nearly as many of these refugees as European countries have. Well, that's a fair point, I guess, too, uh, to consider. Uh, but that's very interesting, the quotes um, from the official overseas. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's the mayor of London, yeah. That says an awful lot right there. Uh, exactly. I and, mean, what... What do you expect, you know? Well, well, thank you very much for sharing that thought with us. Again, I'm interested in different perspectives. I appreciate that one that you brought to us today.
Chris, thank you yep. for your call this morning. Thank you for taking it. I okay. appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day. 877-337-6666, our number here at The Fan. Uh, next up is uh, Todd in uh, New Windsor, Connecticut. Uh, Todd, or New Windsor, New York. Uh, Todd, good morning. Welcome to The Fan. Hi, Bob. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you. Great show. It's my first time Thank talking you. to you. I talk to a lot of the sports person. It's the first time I get to talk to you, and I love listening to your your show on Sunday morning. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about this discussion with uh, the way manor, manners have gone out the door. Unfortunately, Bob, today it's a 24-7, 365-day society in the world. When I was a kid growing up, I'm 52, by the way, and I remember when we used to sit at the dinner table, when, when Mom called you in for dinner, that's it. No excuses. No one more minute. Get to the get to the dinner table. You sit down and you talk and you ask, "How did your day go?" And everybody just talks and just enjoys their dinner and talks about the day that happened. And nowadays, I see it all the time. People are out on the streets. They're looking at their cell phones. They're not. They're not looking anywhere. They're not looking where they're going. That's why people are getting killed and getting injured while walking with their cell phones and their iPhones. I'm seeing it in restaurants too, and people are waiting. They're sitting on sitting there with their iPhones. Whatever happened to the days when people used to sit at the dinner table and you would just talk and enjoy? When I watch the sitcom Good Times and the Evans family sits down and has great and they say grace before dinner, I love that. I wish that happened. Unfortunately, it's just the way things are going in society today, and it's a sad it's a sad way on our society. Bob, I'll hang up and listen. And thanks so much for the call, and keep up the good work on your show. Thank you very much for your kind words and for listening as well. Um, interesting thoughts that Todd has shared with us. Next up, uh, on the phone, I'll tell you what, let's see if we can squeeze in a call here from Sue from Fairfield, Connecticut. Sue, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Hi, my name is Sue, yes. not Stu. Sue, I said. Uh, yeah. Oh, hi. It's nice to talk to you, Bob. You as well. Um, I'm, I want to talk about uh, Paris and some of, in reference to something that an earlier caller said, um, in what I've been reading is not so much that um, the migrants are not allowed to uh, join wherever is that they don't want to. They, they, the number of migrants that I have spoken to actually don't want to be in the countries to which they've uh, immigrated. They would rather go back to their country if it was safe. Since it's not safe, um, they do, you know, tend to stay together. But that that does tend to be a choice. You know, they they have there are and there also are areas which are out of control and probably breeding grounds. They, these areas, particularly in Sweden and parts of England and Germany, which are called no-go zones. And if you are not of the persuasion of that group there, you are ostracized and then penalized for them. And the number of assaults and attacks, if you go near these zones, is uh, huge. Mm -hmm. You know, they are written about, and they are called no-go zones, and they're starting to show up in the United States, particularly in places like Minnesota. Right. So it's not that we don't, you know, that they can't assimilate, that they can assimilate, they don't want to. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that's, a part of it. Okay. Um, so, I fear, I, I truly fear for the future. I'm 62. I've seen a lot. I've seen, you know, racial tensions of the 60s. I lived through, through that. 
And this just seems much worse because it's, it's more of a, it's an ideology. And it's difficult to erase an ideology or to change an ideology. So I, I do have fear. I won't travel to Europe. I don't want to go on planes. And to me, that makes terrorism win. So in in my case, they they just have one, I, and it's it's terrible. Sue, thank you, know, I, thank you very uh, much for your uh, call this morning. I have to run here, but uh, thank you. You've given okay. us an awful You're lot welcome. to think about as well, too. Um, we'll take more of your calls as we continue this Sunday morning. It is Sunday morning on the fans. As a matter of fact, it's Mother's Day morning, too. Uh, happy Mother's Day. This is Bob Salter. We're talking with uh, folks who are listening to our program this morning in the first hour and talking with you about a couple of different topics. I put out the idea of talking about uh, the subject of civility or um, kindness. Um, we've touched a little bit on some incidents behind the wheel as well. Uh, and also the initial area that I brought up was this uh, attack in Paris yesterday where one person was killed. I think there was something like five people total that were uh, stabbed in this uh, knife attack. And I had posed the question of, is this the new normal? ISIS today is claiming responsibility for the attack. Um, earlier in our discussion, I said to change plans for today uh, so that we could be able to talk in this first hour of our program. Our phone number is 877-337-6666. We've heard from a lot of people. I want to try to keep the conversation going with you about uh, some of these areas of discussion. And let's go back to the phone. Let's go to uh, Brad in Middletown, New York. Brad, good morning. Welcome to the fan. How are you doing, guys? How's I'm doing well, thank you. Great. Listen, I'm a, I can say, I'm, I'm a bus driver for the MTA in the city, mm-hmm. and I see everything. <laughs> it's all about, it's all about, uh, you say, how people, how they're raised, parents, respect, stuff like that. If you've ever ridden one of the New York City buses that's not a SPS bus, bus, bus service, you're not going to believe the amount of anger, disrespect, and people just have for me and other bus drivers because this is how they were raised. I mean, we got fare beaters. You know, the fare in New York City is two seventy-five, two dollars and seventy-five cents. Right. And you've got people putting in. 10, 15, 20 cents, threaten the driver's money. They don't give them a transfer. Matter of fact, a driver got killed over a transfer like six, seven years ago. I don't know what people have in their heads, but it seems to be like a cancer spreading. I mean, I can't understand why people don't understand. If you know you're doing something wrong, why are you doing it? Why are you trying to threaten me? Or like you said, it's like, since we went to Paris, I'm sure this guy with the knife attack didn't know one person out there. He just lost his mind. And it's bad that it's even happening in the city of New York. And it's all because of nickels and dimes. I mean, where, where's all this anger coming from? Where's all this attitude coming from? You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. And I want to ask you a question because you bring an interesting perspective, um, and in a way this ties into some of what takes place behind the wheel. Now, you're driving a bus in New York City, and I have a belief that a lot of people 
at times, people who are driving cars, have no clue as to exactly what it's like for somebody driving a bus or a truck, a large vehicle. First of all, for them to stop uh, to make turns. I mean, what are some of the things that people do that leave you dumbstruck, basically? All right, that's a good question, and I'll do the best I can to answer it. Well, first of all, if you got big vehicles like buses, the bus I drive, which is an articulate bus, that's the one with the accordion in the center. Right. Because you've got some of these big, giant trucks that, like, go down 2nd, 3rd Avenue, stuff like that, down, you know, some, some of the highways. I think people are so stressed out or they're so high in debt. They literally, if, I'm not, if, if I might be imaginative, but I think it's far off, I think a lot of people just, just literally try to cause an accident. A lot of people don't understand the stress that bus drivers, truck drivers go through day in and day out because you've got yellow cabs, you've got these Uber cars, you've got people from other states who have no sense of decency, what they do behind the wheel car. Like, I'll give you an example. The state of New Jersey has the highest auto insurance rate in the country. And Connecticut's number two. And if I'm not mistaken, Pennsylvania's number three. And we get more problems with cars from those states it's anywhere else because I service the Quadia Airport. You've got buses on Kennedy. And they'll just dodge in and out of you like it's nothing. And the bad part about it, they've got your families in the car. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you trying to do, man? Are you in such a hurry that you're going to risk your wife's life or your kid's life? I mean, a lot of people need to get behind the wheel of these large vehicles and see what we go through on a daily basis. And the first thing that will come out of a lot of people's minds, or it's, it's important to my attention, I don't know how you do it. Mm-hmm. Brad, okay. stay, stay safe out there on the road. Thank you very much for sharing that perspective with us. I think it's an important one to bring to the attention to folks listening to us, and hopefully maybe that helps to serve as a bit of a wake-up call too. But thank you for sharing your thoughts with us. My pleasure. Take care. All right, you too. All right, back to the phone we go to, uh, where are we going next? To uh, John in Connecticut. John, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Good morning. How are you today, sir? Well, thank you. And yourself? Not too bad. So I normally don't really listen to your show uh, in the mornings uh, on Sundays, but today I happen to be listening for a long period. And it's something that I talk about with my family all the time for lack of respect. Um, one of the gentlemen before mentioned about opening a door for someone at a store mm-hmm. and that person just walking right past you and not saying anything. And what it leads to is, or stems from is lack of respect um, and self-entitlement on people's parts. Um, the last time I mentioned people heads down talking or looking at their phones. Social media has led to Americans not even focusing on anyone else but themselves. Um, Conversations at dinner. I was out to dinner, and I had my phone in my pocket. My friend had her phone in her pocket, and the waiter kept coming over saying, 
this is really great. You guys are actually having a conversation. This doesn't normally happen here. <laughs> uh, isn't, that, it, isn't that ridiculous? I mean, stop and think about it. Somebody has to congratulate you, basically, on the fact that you're actually talking. Exactly. Um, and then there's games. If you look, you know, people talk about games. Everybody puts their phone on a table, and the first person to look at their phone is the one that pays the check. Right. And right there, it tells you that this world is so focused on what's happening um, outside that they don't care what's happening in front of them. Um, they don't care to call their friends and say, how's your kid? It's, oh, I, you know what? I saw your kid. I uh, saw the pictures you posted on Facebook the other day or Instagram. Um, you know, that's really cute. And then that's it. That's the extent of the conversation. Uh, my high school reunion, everybody was talking to each other, and it was like, oh, I saw you do this. I see you do that. So the conversations at the 20-year high school reunion were based upon social media posts. Um, so my point here is the, the lack of respect for other people is because no one cares. Uh, no one bothers to take the time to understand what's happening outside of that particular person's realm. Um, I'm not going to focus on what's happening to that my neighbor because they're not posting on social media, or I'm not friends with them on social media, so I really don't give a, a, a who. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really bothersome. It, it's, it's extremely bothersome that no one cares about anyone anymore. I'm 39 years old, and I have seen a change in the past 10 years that bothers me to no end. I have a 7-year-old daughter now, and I fear for what her life is going to be like by the time she gets to even middle school now. Because no one, no one shows any respect for anybody. So I just want to thank you for listening to me today, um, and I really appreciate you offering a platform for me to get this out to spread to other folks. I appreciate you uh, sharing that with us. Thank you very much for your perspective, too. All right. Thank Take you. Care. Right. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. Um, you want to join us in this discussion, you can. It's... Uh, Interesting, the views that have been shared with us thus far in um, this chat, uh, talking about the uh, Paris attack and also talking about this whole idea of civility. A um, lot, I've seemed like I've really hit a chord with that, uh, with a lot of folks listening to us. Let's go to the phone next to Jerry in uh, Brooklyn. Jerry, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Good morning, Bob. And, uh, Every every Sunday, I just love your show. It is so informative and educational, and uh, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Thank you. Um, regarding uh, civility, uh, I, I got to get something off my chest. Um, I and it's just my observations. Doesn't mean my numbers are right or I'm correct, but I see many more women of all ages, colors, and and cultures continuously give their seats up to other women on the train when I go to work in the morning. Now, and, and I, I see guys sitting there, again, all ages, and uh, they could care less. Uh, I'm 70 years old. Uh, I still work. Um, just completed 40 radiation treatments, living with cancer. And I still give my seat up to women. As a matter of fact, recently I gave my seat up to a woman, and she said to me, oh, a gentleman. And my response was, yeah, there's still a few of us left. Maybe just another reason of the many reasons we celebrate Mother's Day. Thank you, Bob, and have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that uh, thought with us. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. And yes, happy Mother's Day. 
Let's go to uh, Larry in Bayside. Larry, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Oh, good morning, Bob. Happy Mother's Day. Good morning. <laughs> um, I tend to agree with all of the callers. I have the same views. But, and I'm 65 years old, so I've been around a little bit. I actually just want to comment on that I see good things in our society also. Uh, I'm, I'm a little league coach, and the children are just, you know, wonderful. I have a daughter that's 28 years old. She happens to be successful, but her attitude it just seems the right way. So, you know, even though I'm angry and that's an issue for me, I guess I also can see a little bit better. Well, it's nice to have that um, perspective of being able to see some of the positive things as well. What is it about the kids in Little League that you have worked with over the years that impresses you the most? Um, well, one of them, and these are 9 and 10 years old, they're very intelligent, um, but they they... They seem to be sharing. They seem to have friendships that are not only on the field, off the field, in school. And that's what I don't see in our society a lot of. I see a big separation. But these children, I see something together that's happening. Mm. Friends, learning how to share. Mm. And what would you say is behind your daughter's success? Um... Oh, boy, that's a hard one. I mean, what I see was always an inner drive. I actually was more or less a, a, a father that was 3,000 miles away. A mother raised her, you know, physically. Mm -hmm. I felt I had a lot to do with it. I don't know. I just saw a lot of drive in high school and in her college years. Things that I wasn't able to do, maybe like separation of of going to school and uh, having a direction. It, it, uh, maybe I'm not so sure. No, I think you've actually uh, answered the question. I want to thank you very much for sharing your perspective with us. Interesting areas and ideas that you have uh, brought up to our discussion, too. Thank you again for uh, joining us on our program. Have a nice day. You too, Bob, and thank you. I love your views on the show, yours. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. Interesting uh, getting some thoughts from some of the folks listening to us on our program uh, this morning. I had a feeling we would um, touch a couple of chords with uh, folks talking about um, the topics that we have in hour one of our program. As I mentioned earlier, we're going to shift into a completely different discussion and talk about an area that we've explored a couple of different times before with the guest who joins us in hour two of our program this morning. We'll also have the opportunity in that hour to share some thoughts from some of the folks who are listening to us uh, on our program. We do appreciate um, when we have the opportunity to um, involve folks listening uh, to this program and being part of the show. It, I think, makes the show more interesting, uh, quite frankly. And it's also nice to be able to talk with people who listen. And I do very much appreciate some of the kind words and thoughts that are shared with us uh, about uh, this show on Sunday morning. Largely because, in a way, some people have said 
this program may be the best-kept secret on WFAN. Here's my thought. Let's keep it that way. Well, on our program, what we'll do is take a pause for our top-of-the-hour update with uh, Dave and a message or two and shift into our next discussion this Sunday morning. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 